Welcome to the Attractions Group Podcast. This is episode 70. Alongside Don Helbig, I'm Ryan Sir. On this episode, we're going to talk about your recent visit to Hershey Park for its annual event, Christmas Candy Lane. Well, before we get into that, Ryan, uh, let's remind our listeners where they can tune in to the Attractions Group Podcast. You can catch us on your favorite podcast platforms and be sure to subscribe, like, and share with your fellow attraction enthusiasts. Awesome. Yeah. Your, your likes, comments, subscribes have really helped us out. We've been growing exponentially and it's beyond our wildest dreams. So thank you guys so much. So let's dive right into it. So Hershey Park. All right. Let's talk about the atmosphere that they had for Christmas Candy Lane. You know, it's quite nice. Um, you know, really captured the spirit of the season uh, everywhere you went into the park. It was, uh, you know, decorated, lights everywhere. Um, everything was themed to the holiday season well. Uh, just really a, a fun event. It was very immersive. Uh, just had a really good time. I had never been to Hershey Park for its holiday event. It's in its 40th season. So, you know, it's got a nice track record there. It always ranks high among the, um, you know, when they have those different polls, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, amusement today or it's the USA today, um, polls, it always ranks very high and, and, you know, it was easy for me to tell why. Yeah. Um, I, I've actually never been to Hershey park at all and that, that needs to change, but what were some of the elements that really contributed to like the atmosphere of this particular event? Well, I mean, you start with the lights, there was over 5 million lights and no one's going to question whether it was 5 million lights or not. I mean, it was everywhere. You had it on you know, the, the grass, you had it going up the trees, you had it on the buildings, you had it around the rides, uh, the, the wooden roller coasters that weren't operational, uh, where the tracer lights were, those were, you know, the, the colored holiday lights. Um, they had the Christmas tree, you know, the front entrance, everything about it, um, you know, kind of stood out. But I, I think some of the other elements about it was there was so much to see, so much to do there. Uh, the, all the rides pretty much were open, you know, outside of, like I said, the wooden roller coasters and a couple other things. Uh, they had... Uh, the characters, you know, dressed up. They had all the different uh, holiday, you know, type foods, the treats uh, that you get, the, the merchandise. Everything was, uh, you know, holiday themed for that with the Hershey characters. So it just was really immersive that way in terms of the elements that stood out. Just no matter where you went, you were immersed into the into the event. And the other part of it was it was a, a, a full day event. It opened at noon closed at nine. So, uh, you know, the nine hours gave you a chance to really, um, take it all in. You didn't feel rushed to try anything. Yeah. Um, it sounds like, you know, Hershey's the perfect pairing for a, a Christmas event cause it's candy and, um, you know, it kind of falls in oh, line, yeah. but I've always heard about the Noel light show. It's got like a quarter of a million lights. Can you talk about that a little bit? Well, the Noel light show, um, it's got like dancing lights. They're synchronized, uh, to the classic, Christmas tunes, certainly a must see. Uh, I almost overlooked it. Um, you know, I saw it from different vantage points, but my favorite vantage point was the Skyview ride, which kind of soared over Noel and it offered a, just a breathtaking view of the park's illuminated beauty. And it looks beautiful, you know, when you're up higher, elevate a little bit on that sky ride and just looking out and seeing everything uh, below you all lit up. So you mentioned in your blog, themeparksbydon.com, not a sponsor, uh, that Rudolph and friends made a special stop at Santa's uh, reindeer stables. Uh, talk about this unique encounter and how it kind of affected the the spirit of the season at Hershey Park. 
Well, that seemed, you know, very popular with the guests, especially the families with younger children. Um, you know, it's kind of a rare sight to see reindeer in the Northeast. So to be able to have those close-up encounters, um, you know, was really something special for for the families. And, you know, again, those with the young children, um, great photo opportunities. You had Santa there, um, you know, every one of the nine reindeer, you know, were, were accounted for in this display, you know, just very well done with the setting. They were in their uh, stables and that, um, it was certainly a must-see attraction at Hershey Park's holiday event. So looking at the, the events list, um, you know, I saw that, uh, you know, they have like Mrs. Claus's dance party, which sounds kind of unique. Uh, and they have the upcoming breakfast with Santa experience. Uh, what were some of the highlights for you? Some of the other things that we haven't discussed yet? Well, I didn't get to do, um, the breakfast Santa that starts on December 1st. So I didn't get a chance to experience that, but, um, that seems on paper to be uh, a very popular event. You have to make reservations. I heard it sells out quickly. Uh, but that, I think that's really cool. You know, if you've got young children to be able to go to a, a Christmas event at a theme park and you can have breakfast with Santa. Uh, so you, you just think of the photo opportunities and that would be there with that, um, it's a fun little activity with the uh, Mrs. Claus dance party. You know, I was an observer and I didn't participate, just more of an observer to see what was going <laughs> on there with that. But um, just really, you know, I spent a lot of time just walking around and just taking in the sights and sounds of the event, um, you know, having never experienced it before. So the festive feast at Hershey Park seems uh, seems kind of impressive. Uh, you know, I read a little yes. bit about that. Uh, can you share your thoughts on the creative twists uh, that they that they had on some of the holiday favorites that are out there. Yeah. I mean, from the savory notes of the, the Turkey gobbler pizza. Now this is like a mashed potato based. Mm. Um, and they had the foot long chili dog, which had, um, they had the chili sauce and you have like just bits of like cornbread and everything spread on it. That was fantastic. Um, you know, it's kind of a traditional, just regular type thing. You don't think of that as a Christmas type thing, but it fit right in with what they were doing. Um, you had, um, you know, other things there that they were doing. They had a, a foot long hot dog that had like turkey and different kind of things mixed in with it. Uh, you had a, just a lot of different uh, things themed to it. Um, but each buy, you know, that I had, it, it kind of had that holiday magic to it. Um, you know, it turned a day of rides, lights, and sights into a full sensory celebration. You know, I had the funnel cake. Uh, there was this like melted Oreo balls that were really good. Um, loaded baked potato bar. I thought of you and some of the other <laughs> regulars that uh, we know from Kings Island that like the, uh, you know, when they, the, the mac and cheese bar and stuff. So, so think about that with a loaded baked potato bar, uh, cinnamon hot chocolate. I mean, just really everything that they did just kind of, you know, f was a fit. It tied in with the season. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. You sent me pictures and they look delicious. Uh, probably not the healthiest options. Uh, we were, we'll talk about that. Option. No, it wasn't, <laughs> but, uh, it wasn't, uh, but, you know, what? it's all about the experience, hey, it's, right? it's, it's Christmas, man. Calories don't count during the Christmas holidays. Right. Hey, um, so when we're talking about the parks, uh, you know, overall commitment to holiday magic, how did the Hershey characters dress in winter costumes and the heated theater experience add to the festive, uh, kind of ambiance of the place? Well, I mean, they, they were in inside the indoor theater. And, you know, they had their, their winter scarves. And that's, we're talking like Rishi bar, uh, uh, Reese cups, Hershey bars, you know, those kind of characters that they have there. 
Um, so they were all, you know, dressed up like you would if you were going out in the winter, you know, with the, the coats and the scarves and the hats and that uh, made for some great photo opportunities. I really enjoyed that experience. Yeah, that's really cool. I, I always like their characters because I think that they've, they've had a hundred years of research and development on what kind of packaging that they need for uh, like Reese's and stuff like that. And, you know, it, 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 you don't have to redesign that after all that much time. No, no I mean, I, I, they weren't outside, which might have, you know, I, I was kind of hoping maybe some of them would walk around a little bit outside, but I understand why you keep them in a warm, uh, heated theater. Worked out well for the characters, worked out well for uh, the guests. Yeah, absolutely. So as someone who enjoys roller coasters, including the acclaimed Wildcat's Revenge and Candemonium, how did the holiday makeovers of these rides contribute to the joyous escape that Hershey Park offers? Well, I think they fit right in. Um, you know, I mentioned earlier they had, you know, the, the coasters that weren't operating did have like the the tracer lights and the holiday lights around it. Um, they decorated all the trees and everything around the entrances of these rides it was like they didn't change anything that you would experience in the summer with the rides because most of them, you know, were open. And I want to make sure I call out the kids' rides. Um, you know, if you got young children, this is the place to take them, you know, during the holiday season. So much for them to do in terms of rides. Uh, they had a mini scrambler, a mini carousel, a mini pirate ship. Um, they had what they called the misfit bug, which is like a little tumble bug. I mean, these rides were just adorable, just loved it, you know, and, and, uh, just thought that was awesome. Um, they had a pony parade, which was a little bit like a carousel ride. I think I sent you a picture of that mm -hmm. one. Uh, just you know, thought that was the cutest thing too. uh, family rides. You know, you had the carousel, which is over a hundred years old. First ride I went to when I came into the park. Cause it's like right there when you come in a little bit off to the left, uh, the dry gulch railroad was fun, you know, very well themed, a lot of lighting and everything around the trees and, and some other holiday displays, uh, along that, uh, along that course. And, uh, then you had, uh, the fender bender, which is, you know, like a Dodge car Ferris wheel looked beautiful at night with all the lights, uh, frontier flyers. Uh, they had the Hershey triple tower, uh, the monorail and that's a can't miss is the monorail. Uh, I almost didn't do that, but, um, you know, eventually made time for it. And I'm glad I did because I got to see a lot of things that I would have missed taking a look at at night with the lights. I had not done that. So I would recommend the, um, the monorail for sure. The sky view, you know, we talked about that, uh, teacups, you know, just an old school ride, a lot of fun. Uh, the turnpike had two different versions. You could ride like the hot ride, kind of, hot rod kind of car or the antique cars. Uh, they're both right there next to each other. Tilt a whirl, Another, another classic, love that. And then you had, you know, your other roller coasters in addition to uh, Candemonium and Wildcat's Revenge. You know, you had the Laugh Track, uh, Jolly Rancher Remix, the Wild Mouse. Uh, uh, really enjoyed my ride on the Wild Mouse. Uh, it was right across from Wildcat's Revenge. So just, you know, just a lot of rides open uh, that they have at this event. And I, I think that really added to it. So it wasn't just about going to see a lot of lights uh, maybe some shows or the character meet and greets and the food, you know, you, you had pretty much most of the lineup open during this event. So would, I, I mean, I, I feel like it, it gets colder in that part of the country than it does in Cincinnati. Uh, I know that, you know, Winterfest at Kings Island has very limited rides and, you know, the, the line has always been weather related and it's an entertainment event and stuff. Now that you've experienced um, Hershey Park's, you know, take on this using a bunch of rides 
do you feel like more rides would be beneficial to parks doing uh, Christmas events? Yeah, I really think it would add to the experience. It would spread the guests out a little bit more. You know, when you don't have, like if your water park's connecting, you don't have that open and, you know, it doesn't take as many people to make it feel like it's really crowded when it's really not. So I think that would be, you know, something to get, you know, guests off the midways to open up more rides, as many as you can. Um, you know, Candemonium B&M Coaster, Diamondback B&M Coaster, they kind of do a lot of the same things. Uh, so I think that would be great if, if more rides could be open like that at some of the parks that, uh, you know, pretty much close those down at the end of October. I mean, you know, when another one of the the things that I've heard is if you want it open for Winterfest, it may not be ready for the spring. Uh, but I don't think that's a problem with Hershey Park, is it? No, I mean, they have it ready to go when they open for the next season, you know, whether it's late April, early May, you know, they have everything ready to go. Now, we're not talking, you know, three train operation on everything. You know, it might be two trains. Sometimes it might be one train, but they were running. So I think that if you can, you can do that, it certainly would add to the event to have more rides open. I agree. Um, and you know, I, I would even go further as saying like opening more rides and making them Christmas themed to make it. So there are certain light displays or whatever that you can only see if you ride the ride, you know, give it a good reason to ride too. Not just like, yeah. I'm gonna... yeah. And, and if you don't have something open, you know, like a wooden roller coaster, you know, put the lights you know, whether, whether you have the tracer lights at night anyway, just replace those or just over top of those, put the other kind of lights uh, to make it look holiday themed. And I think that really added a lot at Hershey Park, you know, to see the two wood coasters that weren't running, but they were, you know, very well decorated and they, you know, blended in and fit right into the event rather than just, you know, looking at it and seeing the close sign. You know, you saw it as a display rather than being closed. That sounds like an excuse you would have come up with when you were the PR guy. It's not closed. It's a display. <laughs> but no, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, I highly recommend the event. You know, I've, I've done a number of, of Christmas events at the different, you know, parks now, you know, around the country and that, you know, we're talking Disney universals, um, you know, Dollywood, uh, you know, some of the Cedar fair events. And, and I got to tell you that, you know, this one's right up there. You know, it, uh, last time I looked, it was running like fourth in the USA Today uh, poll for best uh, holiday theme park event. And, you know, it, whether it finishes, you know, in that top three, top four, I mean, it's right there with it. And it would deserve that recognition if it, you know, ranked in one of those spots at the end. Yeah, it seems like much like the golden tickets, um, a lot of the parks that do win, it's kind of like, well, the one that got fourth, that's pretty good too, you know, but I suppose to each exactly. their own, you know. Exactly. But no, I, I was, like I said, I was told before I went there that, you know, I would enjoy it. There was a lot to see and do. Um, tried not to look at any pictures or videos or anything like that. I wanted to um, just be really seeing things for the first time. And I was super impressed. It's now going to be part of... Uh, my annual uh, holiday traditions is going to be going to, to Hershey Park every year. You know, every year we go to uh, Tennessee for Thanksgiving, but I'm also now going to be having, you know, uh, Hershey Park's going to be a Christmas type thing that we do every year. And, uh, you know, my wife, you know, she really enjoyed it too. And uh, just something that, uh, you know, as soon as I left the park, you know, I was already counting down the days to where I can experience this again next year. It was just that good. Did you uh, did you ride Wildcats Revenge, and was that your first ride on it? 
It was my first rides on it. Yes. Uh, Thoughts? Stands out there and everything. And I was always kind of like, okay, okay, okay. You know, not the biggest RMC fan, you know, in the world. But after riding Wildcat's Revenge, different take on it. Every part needs an RMC coaster like Wild, Wildcat Revenge. It was fantastic. Um, just so many things about that coaster that I liked. Um, rewritable, that was a, a big part of it. You know, there are some RMC coasters that are a little, you know, maybe too intense uh, for everybody to ride, you know, more than once. Some will ride once or twice, but that's it for the day form, and others can keep riding it over and over again. Uh, but Wildcat's Revenge, you know, you get off the ride, you want to get right back in line and ride it again. Just super fun, uh, thrilling, uh, just a fantastic coaster, and it deserved to win the golden ticket for um, Best New Ride in 2023. Yeah, it's funny because with the RMC stuff, if you if you have the scope that a lot of people probably that live near us have, where it's uh, Steel Vengeance, maybe Lightning Rod, and then um, Storm Chaser at Kentucky Kingdom. Uh, I see. I felt the same way as you kind of mentioned, where it's like they're almost too intense. They're kind of uncomfortable. It's like I enjoy them, but I'm not really mad that my local park doesn't have one. But for me, the the thing that kind of turned the corner was. Um, uh, Bush Gardens, Tampa, um, Iron Gwazi. Gwazi. Yeah. I was kept on thinking Kumba, but that's, I was already steel. Um, yeah. Iron Gwazi was comfortable, smooth and intense. And it was just like, they just hit the nail on the head. And I'd always heard people say that it's more intense than steel vengeance. And a lot of people preferred it and stuff. And I'm kind of in that camp. Although steel vengeance is definitely the more intense ride in my opinion uh the comfort level of iron guazi is just fantastic so i'm glad you got to experience that i i, I haven't made it out to hershey park and i it, everyone's telling me that it's like oh it's my favorite seasonal park and stuff so i'm sure that i'll love it too but let me ask you this so you know when we talk about you know, the event as a whole how would you sum up uh the full sensory celebration that you experienced at hershey park's christmas candy land and what makes the holiday celebration stand out in a manner where you really shouldn't miss it you should probably make it before january 1st 2024 when the event closes i'd say the breadth of it uh, just so much to see and do it wasn't just about the lights wasn't just about the food wasn't just about uh the rides i mean it was you know the whole package so when you're looking at an event this one checked all the boxes just uh you know complete package had everything that you'd want and more uh, for a holiday event just absolutely loved it and i think you know if you're a, a fan of theme parks you like the holiday season make plans did hershey parks christmas candy lane you will not be disappointed awesome cool well don do you have any final thoughts that you want to share about Hershey Park's Christmas Candyland. You know, um, when you go there, uh, don't be afraid to try all the food. Like Ryan said, it is a uh, it's the holiday season. You have some excuses and things like that. Uh, that that was the hardest part is just trying to decide, you know, what to get for you know your lunch and your dinner and that because there were so many um, just really great choices that I could have chosen. Yeah, absolutely. Well. You know, um, Christmas obviously is, uh, is, you know, continuing and uh, they're going to have their event through, uh, January 1st, 2024. So hopefully we'll see as many of you there as possible. So stick around because we're also uploading our pick six 
Uh, make sure that you follow us on all your favorite podcast apps, Apple, Google, Spotify. If you're watching on YouTube, that's awesome. Smash that uh, like and subscribe button. Leave us a comment. We always really appreciate it. And we'll see you next time, everybody.